Time to take a look at the week that was. And also, fuck you, Mike Lennon. You're in the doghouse. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast, where men who look like fucking giraffes are not allowed. Find me on Twitter and Instagram, at RoyDog underscore 13, and on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. Uh, If you are not getting the weekly spreadsheets, target data spreadsheets, Strength of Schedule spreadsheets, please DM me at those accounts, and I will get them out to you. They're free, uh, but I will get them out to you as soon as I can. We're going to take a look back at week 13. We'll go game by game like usual. I think we're past kind of the strength of schedule uh, breakdowns for now. Uh, Maybe bring it up tomorrow if I find anything on there. Um, otherwise it's more of a waste of our time. We'll be able to see mostly what we're getting into. It is playoff time. Congratulations if you are in the 2020 fantasy football playoffs. If you did not make it, I hope it wasn't because of me. I will ultimately apologize now in case it was. I mean, I'm only one person. There's a ton of information out there don't just blame it on me don't just blame it on me you can 100 percent fucking blame it on me it's all right Mm, 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 mm. let's get it started new orleans saints 21 atlanta falcons 16 oh boy saints got out to a decent sized lead uh in the third quarter and then almost blew it to uh the Atlanta Falcons, fortunately enough, Matt Ryan is a fucking disaster this year. And uh, so the Saints escaped with a win. Taysom Hill, 27-37 to 37 for 232 and 2. Also had 14 rushes for 83 yards. Very good day by Taysom Hill. Very good day. Did go with the Atlanta Falcons defense. It was the only pay down uh, defense that I was willing to use this week. Um, I used them pretty much across the board because I wanted to try and fit in Darren Waller where I could. Um, and we'll get to him in a little while. But uh, uh, the return of Alvin Kamara, 15 carries for 88 yards and a touchdown. Uh, only had two pass uh, receptions for nine yards on three targets, though. So that's still been a problem. Uh, Lat Murray took the back seat, five for 17. Uh, did have two receptions for no yards on two targets. Uh, Michael Tar- uh, Michael Thomas had a re- another resurgence. It's not really that much of a resurgence, considering the fact that he's had two of the last three games were really, really uh, decent. Uh, we did talk about his price on FanDuel and DK uh, being way too low, so if you did use him, congratulations. Uh, it was a good call. Good call, finally, on a Saints player by me. Good call. Huh? 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 Nine receptions on 11 targets for 105 yards. Very good day for him. Uh, Traquan Smith, not too bad. Three receptions for 42 yards and a touchdown on six targets. Manuel Sanders, five for 39 for on six targets. Uh, Jared Cook, the winner at tight end this week. Uh, three receptions on five targets for 28 yards and a touch. Uh, not much else going on here. Tommy Lee Lewis was involved. Adam Troutman, of course, was involved. Uh, passed on Saints tight ends just because I can't figure them out to save my life. Matt Ryan on the other side, 19 of 39, 46% completion percentage, 273 and 1, no interceptions this week. Edo Smith, 8 for 36 on the ground. Brian Hill, 5 for 18. Todd Curley, 8 for 16. Gross. Gross. Matt Ryan did lose a fumble in this game. I forgot all about that. <laughs> How can I forget? Oh, because it happens every week. So I just 
we just kind of clue that one in. Uh, Calvin Ridley, the big uh, winner at wide receiver, five <clears throat> for 108 on 10 targets. Uh, Julio Jones, not a bad day either, six for 94 and 10. Hopefully you used him in seasonal. Uh, Russell Gage, four for 51 on eight targets, one touchdown there. Uh, the rest was very much blah, blah, blah. Oh, do I want to go? God damn it, you're going to make me go to this game already? That's all right. This was the Cleveland-Tennessee game. Uh, it was pretty much all over this one. Uh, Browns came out the winners 41-35. to uh, Starting on the Cleveland side, Breaker Mayfield, who I did have in the GPP side of the write-up, didn't go exactly the way that I thought. I mean, Cleveland just took that commanding fucking lead on Tennessee. Uh, forcing Ryan Tannehill and company to uh, have to make a comeback and essentially took Derrick Henry out of the fucking game. Uh, still not unwilling to really utilize him in the passing game. Baker Mayfield, though, 25 of 33, 334, and four touchdowns, no interceptions. That was all in the first half. Nick Chubb did not do too bad. Didn't make value, but I mean, out of all the fucking running backs this weekend that failed, Nick Chubb actually came through. Uh, 18 carries for 80 yards and a touchdown. Also had one reception on one target for 26 yards. Nick Chubb definitely was better than Dalvin Cook, even if he didn't score nearly as many points. Uh, but you did pay down it, which allowed you to get some of the better wide receivers and, of course, uh, Darren Waller at tight end. Uh, Kareem Hunt, 14 for 33 on the ground. Also had three receptions on three targets for 24 yards. Uh, Rashad Higgins, six receptions, 95 yards, and a touchdown on nine targets. Donovan Peoples-Jones, he was close. He was very, very close because we had talked about uh, Kaderil Hodge and Taewon Taylor being out. He was very close to being... Um, my value, my, like my deep, deep value type guy. Um, but I just couldn't pull the trigger. I thought it was being way too cute, but <laughs> cute for two receptions for 92 yards and a touchdown on three targets. Beautiful pass uh, from Baker Mayfield was completely wide open. DB bit on the uh, action by Mayfield. Jarvis Landry, great value. We talked about it. He wrote him up. Uh, he came through eight receptions for 62 yards and a touchdown on 10 targets. Uh, Austin Hooper, two for 24 on two. Uh, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much it. The only mistake of the day, Baker Mayfield did lose a fumble. Tennessee Titans side, Ryan Tannehill, also written up. 29 for 45, 389, three, and one interception. Didn't get the rushing yards. He hasn't been running a lot lately, which is uh, kind of disappointing. Um... But he came through, too. I wrote him up in GPP. I liked both sides uh, for a shootout-type game. Uh, the only running back, of course, that really came through was uh, Nick Chubb. Uh, Derrick Henry had 15 carries for 60 yards, good for a 4.0 average. Uh, Jeremy McNichols, two carries, two yards, one touchdown. No Dante Foreman in here to this week. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, Corey Davis, the big winner at wide receiver, 11 receptions for 182 yards and a touchdown on 12 targets. Yes, he was written up. A.J. Brown, four receptions for 87 yards on seven targets. Still, it was underwhelming. Um, could have been a lot worse. He actually tweaked his ankle and went out. Uh, pay attention to that on the injury report. See what happens if he gets any swelling. Uh, they did a tape job on the side. Uh, in between series. Anthony Ferkser at tight end. Five receptions for 51 yards on seven targets. Michael Pruitt. One reception for 22 yards and a touchdown on two targets. So that was... I I said I couldn't decide on what to do with the tight end position here. It was a very good spot uh, against Cleveland, but ultimately I just couldn't pull the trigger. Uh, Jeremy McNichols running back also had three receptions for 15 yards on four targets. Uh, Cameron Batson, three receptions for 14 yards and a touchdown on three targets. Um, oh, <laughs> that's funny. I'm going to fucking tell you this one. So, <laughs> 
friend of the program, Paul Burkholz, reminded me uh, uh, just now, uh, <laughs> even though we're not on the game, remember when you were afraid of Darren Waller because of Jason Witten? <laughs> I can't fucking get him up. I'll fuck off. <laughs> That is funny, though. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, it, ultimately, it was because uh, Gruden loves his fucking veterans. And I thought, you know, Jason Witt would be in there uh, kind of more or less fucking it up. Not that, it, you know, Darren Waller wasn't my guy. We talked about him last year, right? So, and that was way before the season. We loved Darren Waller. It was just whether or not you had to draft him as high as what you did. Um, oh, whoops. Uh, if you did take the shot of Darren Waller, hey, that one came through. I said it. He's fucking talented. Get out of here. Get the fuck out of here, Brickholz. Oh, shit. Oh, see, you can fucking poke fun of me. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Nothing else going on here. Uh, hopefully you didn't have either one of the defenses. Uh, didn't write any of them up either. Let's go to our next game. What do we got here? Oh, Microsoft Teams. More ways to see. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, speaking of Darren Waller here. Las Vegas Raiders 31, New York Jets 28. Uh, back and forth game all the way to the end. Finished off by a touchdown pass from Derek Carr to Henry Ruggs right at the end there. Uh, speaking of Derek Carr, 28 of 47, 381 and 3 with one interception. I can't remember if he had a fumble or not. No, he didn't. It was just Henry Ruggs. Um, Derek Carr written up. Uh, he was one of my guys. Uh, let's see here. Rushing, Devontae Booker. He was a fade. I said I was going to fade him. Uh, 16 carries for 50 yards, no touchdowns. Uh, also only had one reception for one yard on two targets. We had way too much Jalen Richard um, because of this being a little bit more back and forth. Um, in the, so they used Jalen Richard in the uh, more of a pass-catching role and pass blocker. So it really kind of negated Devontae Booker. Uh, Darren Waller, though, I mean, let's just get to it. 13 receptions, 200 yards, two touchdowns on 17 targets. He is definitely Derek Carr's main guy. They had him right at the top of the fucking cash. And, uh, hey, I even, I fucking paid down on DK. Um, so if you're complaining about it, I fell into the fucking hole too. Uh, Darren Waller was really the guy that we should have had. Um, if I would have had him in there and just even played fucking Gio Bernard instead of Eckler or Miles Sanders, something like that, I would have cashed out. Um, he was really definitely a necessity uh, just because of some of the trains and stuff like that. So... Uh, the trains didn't have him. Uh, they went with Devontae Adams uh, in their lineups. And then, of course, they used uh, David Montgomery at running back, uh, which we'll get to on here. So Henry Ruggs the third, three receptions, 84 yards, and a touchdown on four targets. Uh, had the fumble earlier in the game. Hunter Renfro, four for 47 on six targets. <clears throat> I got to fucking turn this down. Uh, he was a value guy, didn't really come through, did fade Nelson Aguilar, four receptions uh, for 38 yards, 11 targets, 11 targets. So he is liking Nelson Aguilar on that outside uh, way more than Ruggs. So kind of got away with that. Uh, everybody else, nothing too much. Oh, 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 Jason Witten had one target. He had a target. He took away from Darren Waller. I told you. I told you Jason Witten would fuck this up. I mean, I mean that one target, he could have gotten like another 10 yards. Could have gotten another 10 yards. It's, that'd be 5% of the total. I, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. He took 5% away. Sam Darnold on the other side for the Jets. 14 to 23, 186 and 2 with one uh, interception. If I'm not mistaken, he had a fumble in here too. Oh, he had two. That's right. I must have done it when I was out. Um, running backs. Frank Gore went out with a concussion real early. He only had one carry uh, for two yards. I uh, can't remember who the hell he hit helmets with, and he was done. Um, but then they put in Ty Johnson and Josh Adams. Ty Johnson had 22 carries for 104 yards and a touchdown. 
uh, Josh Adams, 8474. Uh, Sam Darnold also had a touchdown, uh, rushing three times for 26 yards. And you know what? Considering the fact that we're probably not going to have Frank Gore, maybe we should look at the New York Jets here. Because it was pretty impressive, even though it was Las Vegas. New York Jets. Here we go. Running back. Seahawks. Seahawks, Rams, Browns in week 16. So you'd really have to get through there. Uh, but Seahawks at number 12 for the rush uh, DVOA defense. Um, that's going to go up because of Wayne Gallman. They, they've really been giving it up to the running backs lately. Um, Gallman found a fucking seam. It was a nice run. It was all Gallman on that one. Um, but Seahawks are 30th in the passing game, too, uh, versus running back. So if you need a guy for the first round of the playoffs, um, keep Ty Johnson in mind. Uh, let's pay attention to this whole Frank Gore news. Um, how did he do in the passing game? Ty Johnson, two receptions for 13 yards on two targets. Uh, he was the only running back targeted. So, yeah, Josh Adams came in, too, had eight carries for 74 yards. So it might be a little bit more of a two-headed monster in there, but definitely they went with Ty Johnson uh, with not only the carries but the pass targets, too. So um, I wouldn't spend too much on him, you know, a buck or two or something like that. People might not even realize what the fuck happened in this game uh, with the running backs until Frank Gore News comes in probably later this week. So definitely jump on it for waivers. Uh, receiving, uh, Jamison Crowder had him written up in cash, came through. Five receptions, four, only 47 yards, but had the two touchdowns on seven targets. Uh, Denzel Mims, two receptions for 40 yards on three targets. Braxton Berrios, two receptions for 33 yards and two. Uh, Tight end Ryan Griffin, two receptions for 31 yards on two targets. Uh, Brashad Perriman, only one reception for 22 yards, but did have four targets. Um, but uh, like I said, Jamison Crowder was going to be the main guy. Uh, Brashad Perriman was definitely was the second was the second look target, um, but Denzel Mims was the only one that came through. Uh, oh, 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 I know what it was. Uh, Frank Gore hit helmets with um, uh, quarterback uh, Damon Arnett. Uh, so. That's what happened there, and I'm surprised they really didn't take advantage uh, with Perriman with Arnett going down, too. Really, really weird. That's me scratching. I thought it was a cat. Stupid paper. Jacksonville Jaguars 24, Minnesota Vikings 27 was really upset with this fucking game, if you couldn't tell by the opening. Oh, oh. Clown Shoes Giraffe went 28 for 42, 280 yards, one touchdown, and two interceptions. Also had three carries for nine yards. Uh, we're going to get to why I'm pissed off at him. Uh, James Robinson at running back, 18 carries for 78 yards, one touchdown, 4.3 clip. Not bad. Not bad. Uh, also had six receptions for 30 yards on six targets. Uh the only reason I didn't have James Robinson really written up uh, was just his price tag on the DFS sites are is getting up there, up by like Nick Chubb and stuff. So I'm really trying to figure out the opponent um, on whether or not to use James Robinson. Um, he is he's getting it done every week, but um, I'm just trying to find the right opponent. His price is only going to probably go up. Uh, this week, so we got to be very careful with that. Uh, wide receivers, Colin Johnson, four for 66 on six targets. Uh, he's really found kind of a, a little niche with uh, Clown Shoes Giraffe. Um, so Colin Johnson, I would put a buck or two on him uh, and go pick him up this week because he's looking his way. Uh, Tyler Eifert, tight end, six receptions for 44 yards and six targets. If you're hurting at a tight end, Tyler Eifert might not be a bad play. Um, but you do have uh, JOS, James O'Shaughnessy, four receptions for 41 yards and six targets. So they are splitting that uh, target share workload. DJ Chark, two receptions, 41 yards on seven targets. Okay, let me get to the next guy first, and then we're going to talk about this. LaVisca Chenault. 
three receptions, 38 yards on one TD, three targets. Also had two carries for 30 yards. LaVisca Chenault on that touchdown should never have gotten a fucking pass target on it. This should actually be uh, three receptions on two targets. And then DJ Shark should have two receptions on eight targets. Because Clown Shoes Giraffe threw it at fucking DJ Shark while he was double covered. It bounced off a defender and fell into Chenault's arms in the fucking end zone. For the love of fucking God, every time I saw him throw it to DJ Chark, it was the worst fucking throw I've ever seen. Throws it to Colin Johnson. Throws it to Tyler Eifert. James O'Shaughnessy. LaVisca Chenault. James Robinson. Pass doesn't look too fucking bad. Comes to DJ Chark. Sails it fucking wide. Sails it above him. Puts it at his fucking feet so he's got to dive for the fucking catch. Fuck you, Mike Lennon. Fuck the Jaguars. Fuck every single quarterback that's on that team. Fuck the head coaches. They should all be fucking fired. But with that being said, it's nice to see that they're trying to play out the season. Minnesota side. Kirk Cousins, 28 for 43. 305 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. Uh, Also, I had three carries for 12 yards. That's not too bad. Took away the interception. Um, Kirk Cousins was written up. Was written up. Was written up. Very good. Uh, Dalvin Cook was my fade of the week. 32 carries for 120 yards. Good for a 3.8 average. Uh, Six receptions for 59 yards on nine targets. Uh, Did not hit value as being the highest priced uh, running back. Now, because they went to overtime, that's the only way... Or that's the only reason Dalvin Cook came through. He got his points. He got over 20 because they went to OT. It's the only fucking reason. So everybody's like, oh, we started Dalvin Cook. Fucking knew it. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. The only reason that you can take a victory lap on fucking Dalvin Cook is because almost everybody else fucking failed. And then Dalvin Cook almost failed because if they would have hit the fucking field goal earlier at the end of fucking regulation we wouldn't even be talking about this so fuck you Delvin Cook users bastards uh, Justin Jefferson written up GPP though uh, 9 receptions 121 yards and a touchdown at 12 targets Adam Thielen also came through cash game 8 receptions for 75 yards and a touchdown on 11 targets though that passing game was the best fucking idea I had outside of Baker Mayfield in the passing game on that side. Um, really came through for us. Uh, hopefully you were able to uh, placate that to actual, you know, uh, fantasy winnings. But um, seasonal, I mean, you're, you're going to start them every time. Uh, C.J. Ham, the fullback, decided to get a reception for 12 yards and a touchdown on one target, which was for Kyle Rudolph, who uh, fucking value bust. Two targets, no receptions, and, of course, no yards or touchdowns. That was who I put in at tight end over on DK. I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, but uh, I saw the pass to C.J. Ham. Kyle Rudolph was right there. Piss me off. Miami Dolphins, 19-7 winners over Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, two players kicked out of this game, Tyler Boyd and Devontae Parker. Uh, Tyler Boyd actually threw hands, so that's great. He's going to be out for the playoffs next week. Um, I'll probably hold on to him because I have a bye where I have him, so it is what it is. But, I mean, at this point, if you want to cut him and you, you really need the spot uh, for a guy to fill in, I don't blame you whatsoever, but, I mean, we've got no bye weeks this week, so everybody should be available for your team. Uh, Bengals, Brandon Allen, 11 for 19, 153 yards and a touchdown, one pick. Uh, Ryan Finley did come in there, 6 for 7 for 40 yards and an interception. Tyler Boyd also had a pass, but no completions. Giovanni Bernard wrote him up as as a cheap option, did not know. 
did not come through. Uh, 12 for 30 on the ground, two receptions on two targets for minus one yard. That's fucking great. That's great. That's great. It's fucking great. God, I love me some uh, Bengals running backs. Oh, my God. Receiving-wise, Tyler Boyd, big winner, one reception, 72 yards and a touchdown uh, on four targets. T. Higgins still kind of getting it done, uh, 10 PPR, uh, full-point PPR points, five receptions for 56 yards and seven targets. Drew Sample, the tight end, seven receptions, 49 yards and seven targets. Brandon Allen really likes Drew Sample. Uh, but we got to watch out for fucking Ryan Finley possibly starting this next week. Uh, nobody else of consequence. A.J. Green, one target, one target. Please say you are not holding on to A.J. Green because I told you to cut him if you had him. Miami side, Tua Tagovailoa, 26-39, 296, and one. No interceptions. Uh, it was the grossest 296 yards I've ever fucking watched. Rushing-wise, oh, Tua actually had uh, three carries for three yards, so that's fantastic uh, for everybody that wants to say he's a running quarterback. Uh, Miles Gaskin, 21 carries for 90 yards. Very good day there. Also had two receptions for 51 yards on two targets. Very efficient. Um, Lynn Bowden had a carry for 11 yards. I don't know why they're doing this with Lynn Bowden who also had four receptions for 41 yards on four targets. Mike Gazeki was the big winner here this week at tight end. Nine receptions, 88 yards, and a touchdown on 11 targets. I mean, you could do worse, uh, but you're still going to have Durham Smythe and Adam Shaheen in there, uh, possibly taking away touchdowns. That's kind of the problem. Uh, Jakeem Grant, two receptions for 42 yards on six targets. Uh, Devontae Parker, the big loser. I said, if two is in there, I'm off of Parker. Uh, four receptions for 35 yards on eight targets. So if you looked at my write-up and you just said, okay, there it is, Devontae Parker. We're going to use Devontae Parker. You didn't. I know you didn't fucking read it. If you use Devontae Parker at all, outside of maybe you had to use him in seasonal, but if you used him in DFS this week, I fucking said it. I'm off. There's only so much I can do with the updates, considering the fact that I'm not going into the main SI chat room because I'm just I'm boycotting it for now. <clears throat> but I mean, I had one person ask me about Devonte Parker, and I told him no because two is starting. And he said, "Fine, fair enough. Um, that's all well and good." So I don't want to hear it from anybody. Indianapolis Colts, 26-20 to 20 winners over the Houston Texans. Uh, Texans had a shot to win this game. Uh, but uh, uh, poor Deshaun, poor Deshaun, poor Deshaun. Phillip Rivers, 27-35 to 35 for 285-2 and two and zero interceptions on his bad toe. Uh, running back, Jonathan Taylor had him written up, but it, we went GPP because w- what the fuck are you going to do with the three-man backfield until they just say, Jonathan Taylor's going to get the majority of the carries. He got the majority of the carries, but I mean, it was 13 carries, but he did get 91 yards on the ground. Jonathan Taylor also had three receptions for 44 yards and a touchdown on three targets. If you're a, If you have Jonathan Taylor on your team, we can only hope that this is really the start of things to come for the playoffs. It'd be great. Um, if you're going against Jonathan Taylor, we can only hope that Jordan Wilkins and Naheem Hines split this up. Uh, Jordan Wilkins, five carries for 12 yards. Naheem Hines, six carries, 10 yards, and a touchdown there. Uh, they try with Jacoby Brissett. He had two carries for a yard, but uh, didn't get it done. T.Y. Hilton, I looked at T.Y. I'm, I'm telling you, I looked at T.Y. Hilton. And I, 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 I had to just say no. It's just I can't, I can't trust the guy, even in a GPP setting. But he came through. I mean, eight receptions for 110 yards and a touchdown on 11 targets. T.Y. Hilton has a big history um, of good games against the Houston Texans here. Um, and I chose to ignore that. Uh, Michael Pittman, though, five for 46 on five targets. Efficient, but... Not really getting the job done for us. Wrote him up there. 
Mo Alley Cox was the winner at tight end. Uh, three receptions on five targets for 23 yards. Poor Trey Burton only had one one reception for 11 yards on three targets. So that sucks. Um, but T.Y. Hilton and Michael Pittman were the two uh, highest targeted uh, Colts for this game. So it's either those two or nobody. Uh, T.Y. Hilton's probably on most on most uh, <clears throat> fantasy benches this week or and or on the waiver wire. So Texans, Deshaun Watson, 26 of 38, 341 and an interception. Uh, it was a costly interception, costly fumble that he had. Um, but he did have seven carries for 38 yards and a touchdown too. So kind of took that away. But um, yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Looks like it's going to be kind of a struggle here. Um, but he's going to get the job done. He's going to have the he's going to have the stats. So I'm not worried about starting him uh, at quarterback in the playoffs at all for seasonal. David Johnson, ten carries for 44 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Duke Johnson, two carries for eight yards uh, and zero touchdowns. Uh, David Johnson also got two targets, no catches. Duke Johnson though had six receptions for 24 yards and six targets. Not doing much there. Uh, winners and wide receiver. Good God, I gotta go down this fucking list. I did fade Kiki Kuti. Um, I have a hateful bias against Kiki Kuti. Um, but he came through eight receptions, 141 yards at, on nine targets. These were like chuckers too. These weren't like here, here's a little ball and go get it on your own. No, he was tossing them deep to him. So get yourself some cootie, uh, Chad Hansen, uh, five receptions for 101 yards and seven targets. No, if you're going back to spreadsheet, no, I didn't have him in there. Uh, he was called up, uh, yesterday from the practice uh from the practice squad so that was fucking terrific i wish i would have caught that uh but i would have never started the whitest name in pearl sports and chad hansen trust me brandon cooks rolled up five receptions 65 yards on eight targets uh believe he left for a little bit in this game too um but uh came back you know none the worse for wear uh, Jordan Aikens was a big tight end uh, favorite for a lot of people. I stayed off of it because we have our code, right? Uh, Jordan, a- If Jordan Aikens and Darren Fells are together, we tend to just fade them. You don't want to pick and choose between the two. A lot of people are going to go on Aikens, but Darren Fells still got a target. Cahill Waring still got a target. Jordan Aikens finished two receptions on three targets for 10 yards. So, yeah, he still finished above Rudolph. I didn't need you to fucking remind me of that. Good Lord. Detroit Lions, the big winners over the Chicago Bears, 34-30 to in Chicago. What the fuck is happening to the Bears? I'll tell you what, they suck. They just suck. The Bears still fucking suck. And I'm kind of enjoying every minute of it. But Lions uh, came back with a vengeance from the Matt Patricia firing uh, firing uh, after last week's game. Matthew Stafford, 27 of 42 for 402 and three touchdowns and a pick. Um, also had two carries for zero yards. So, I mean, if you're in a carry league where you get, you know, points for carries per carry, uh, Matthew Stafford got you a couple mini points there. I'm fucking around i've got one league that's got that so matthew stafford put on that extra 0.5 points against me that was great adrian peterson good god would you just die uh 16 carries for 57 yards and two touchdowns um he didn't look good until he got down to the end zone let's just be fair on that also had one target but no receptions Pass receivers, Marvin Jones, the big winner of the day. Eight receptions, 116 yards, and a touchdown on 12 targets. TJ Hawkinson, who was written up. Uh, TJ Hawkinson was the only guy I wrote up. But, hey, seven receptions for 84 yards on nine targets. I would have taken that any day on any other weekend that Darren Waller doesn't explode for 40-plus. Quintus Cephas, uh, Marvin Hall, I don't... I believe they've released him. I never saw the any official statement saying that they had officially released him. 
Uh, but that came out late in the week. I think we talked about it. I hope we talked about it. We should have talked about it. Um, but Quintez Cephas, two receptions, 63 yards, and a touchdown on four targets. Uh, caught the pass basically on his back going into the end zone. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, good hands for Mr. Q. Uh, Danny Amendola, three receptions for 62 yards on five targets. Uh, Mohamed Sanu, two for 36 and two. Jamal Agnew, two for 24 and two. So it's really spreading it out. Uh, Jesse James fucked TJ Hawkinson. Uh, one reception, nine yards on, uh, and a touchdown. So that was fucking terrific. Um, well, we've already done this game. How, why is this game here? We already did Saints at Falcons. Now I got to wait for the goddamn computer to boot up and I'm really bad at filling up dead air time. Ugh. Ugh, it frustrates me. It frustrates me. Why can't you just work? God damn it. Benny, get to the chopper. Get to the chopper, Benny, so we can talk about the next game, which is New York Giants. They beat the Seattle Seahawks 17-12. to I don't know why I did that. Fuck it. It's my show. I can do whatever the hell I want. Colt McCoy, 13-22 for 105, a touchdown and a pick. Wayne Gallman at running back. We talked about this a little bit earlier. 16 carries for 135 yards. Had a sweet-ass fucking 60-yard uh, run in there. Good for an 8.4 average. Alfred Morris vultured him, though. Uh, eight carries for 39 yards and a touchdown. Um, yeah. Uh, when your defense is letting Alfred Morris get 4.9 per carry, yeah, your rush defense is really, really bad. Uh, Alfred Morris also had a catch for six yards and a touchdown. Uh, Wayne Gallman did not get anything. Ooh, I thought he had a pass target in there. Well, I guess not. Evan Ingram, four receptions for 32 yards on eight targets, so he's really heavily still on to Evan Ingram. Uh, Golden Tate, who was a value guy, four receptions for 30 yards on four targets. Uh, he had three receptions in the first fucking quarter and then one the rest of the day. Gross. Sterling Shepard, one for 22 and six. Darius Slayton, who I thought about using. I thought about using, but then I said Colt McCoy. Colt McCoy is his quarterback. Uh, one reception for 14 yards on one target. So very, very good fade. Uh, trying not to get too tricky. On the other side, Russell Wilson, 27 of 43 for 263, a touchdown and an interception. Also had seven carries for 45 yards uh, and a fumble. Um, early yesterday morning, Sunday morning, uh, the NFL pundits, I like watching the NFL Network shows in the morning. There's a couple fantasy shows and stuff on there. Um they were talking up Russell Wilson that he was going to smoke the Giants. I said, no, 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 no. We're not talking about smoking the Giants, okay? This is going to be a close game, uh, but certainly not smoking. Um, and that really put me off a little bit more. Uh, then I started thinking maybe I should have started playing the fucking Giants. Uh, running backs, Chris Carson, 13, of 60, 13 for 65. Um, also had three receptions for 45 yards and a touchdown on six targets. So he was really good. Uh, he's looking, you know, kind of back, uh, to his old self. Carlos Hyde, uh, backed him up two carries for one yard. That's great, Carlos. Uh, but three receptions for 10 yards on three targets. Uh, DK Metcalf wrote him up, was the big winner. Um, but he was kind of a loser based on his price tag. Uh, five receptions for 80 yards on eight targets, so it was the right play. Uh, Tyler Lockett, though, came in, too. Uh, six receptions for 63 yards on nine targets. Will Disley was the winner at tight end. Four receptions for 28 yards, five targets. Uh, Jacob Hollister followed him up with three receptions for 20 yards and four. Uh, DJ Dallas is still seeing the field, though, in the pass catcher's role. I don't know why. Uh, two receptions for 11 yards on three targets. David Moore, if you're, in case you're curious, one reception, six yards on two targets. Who's our next victim? Ooh. Ooh, we get to talk about Kyler Murray. Ooh, we get to talk about Jericho. Ooh. Mm Tastes like victory. Um... 
Yeah, this game got up there. Uh, 38 to 28, Rams are winners over the Arizona Cardinals in Arizona. Jared Goff, 37 to 47 for 351 and a touchdown. No interceptions. No interceptions? Are you fucking kidding me? I uh, had Arizona's defense written up as a value. Please, for the love of God, say that you did not fucking play them. Uh, Jared Goff also had four carries for one yard and a touchdown. So 351 and two. It's not a bad day for him. Uh, running backs, Cam Akers, 21 carries for 72 yards and a touchdown. Really poor average at 3.4, but hell, I'll take that any day from the rookie. Also had a reception for 22 yards on one lone target. Uh, Daryl Henderson came in, three carries, 49 yards on a touchdown, good for a 16.3. Also had two receptions for 25 yards on three targets. Malcolm Brown, three carries for minus three yards. And one reception for 30 yards on one target. It was a really nice reception, though. Um, so this is pretty much Cam Akers' backfield now. So hopefully you got him. If somebody had uh, dropped him, we did talk about picking him up a couple weeks ago. Receiving-wise, Robert Woods, 10 receptions for 85 yards on 11 targets. He just wants to feed fucking Woods, dude. He just wants to do it. Uh, Cooper Cup, not too terrible. On full-point PPR sites, eight receptions for 73 yards on nine targets. Uh, tight ends, Gerald Everett, six receptions for sixty or for 44 yards. My, I'm sorry. On seven targets, Tyler Higby, the other tight end, four receptions for 24 yards and a touchdown on six targets. So actually both tight ends really kind of came through there. Uh, Van Jefferson, four receptions for 27 yards on five targets. Josh Reynolds. I didn't see what happened. If he got hurt, maybe, and that's why he was in there. Uh, Reynolds had one reception for 21 yards and a touchdown. Um, but I didn't see if he had gotten hurt or not because it's very odd that uh, Van Jefferson would have gotten that many pass targets. Uh, Kyler Murray on the other side, 21-39, 173 and 3 uh, with a pick. Okay, I guess, for the price tag that he had. Really? We're cheering that? Five carries for 15 yards? Really? We're cheering that? Some people need to settle the fuck down on that. Kenyon Drake, 10 carries, 49 yards, and a touchdown. Also had two receptions for nine yards on three targets. Uh, Had a decent day. Not fantastic, but... Brought in points, definitely. Chase Edmonds also had six carries for 28 yards, uh, two receptions for 15 on six targets. So they were playing from behind. It's Chase Edmonds when they play from behind, so we got to be careful with that. Big winner at at, at the receiving positions, uh, tight end Dan Arnold, two receptions, 61 yards, and two touchdowns on three targets. Uh, No, I'm not chasing Dan Arnold. Dan Arnold just pops up once every full moon and then disappears. So DeAndre Hopkins, though, eight receptions for 52 yards and a touchdown on 13 targets. 13. Jesus. Uh, Keyshawn Johnson, though, was in four receptions, 27 yards on four targets. Andy Isabella had five targets. Christian Kirk, three. Uh, But nothing of significance stat-wise. Ooh. We're not going to spend much time on this game. We're not going to spend much time on this game. Yes, it is New England Patriots blanking the L.A. Chargers 45 to nothing. They put a 45-burger on them. They put a 45-burger on them, everybody. They put some ketchup and mustard on it because it's a burger, but it's a number. So I gotta, But i got to say burger. Only, only. Oh, oh! I'm finding out only if it's divisible by ten. So they put on a forty burger, and then they had some extra pickles. That's what it is. That's what it is. Patriots. Cam Newton, twelve of nineteen for sixty-nine yards and a fucking touchdown. No interceptions. Really, really. Ugh. Also ran it fourteen times for forty-eight yards and two touchdowns. Like, how fucking gross is this? It's disgusting. Just terrible. 
Uh, Jarrett Stidham did come in at the end of the game, two for three for 61 yards and a touchdown. That's great, right? So, But running backs, Damian Harris, uh, he was in the write-up, 16 carries for 80 yards, uh, good for a 5.0 average. Did get a reception for 15 yards on one target, So, um, but didn't really come through. But, I mean, if you were paying down at running back, it really actually helped you. Um, basically the 10 points that he got, so... It's not a. Ter- it wasn't a terrible play. Uh, Sonny Michelle though had, did have ten carries for thirty-five yards. Uh, reminder that Dante Moncrief is still in the league. Uh, Gunner Oshevsky, one reception, thirty-eight yards, and a touchdown on one target. Uh, Sonny Michelle, one reception on for twenty-three yards on one target. Demir Bird, two for sixteen on three. And Jacoby Myers, too, for 15 on six. So he is the number one target, but um, I think we're just going to say fuck it on the New England Patriots pass uh, catchers uh, and just kind of fucking move on. Uh, Patriots defense uh, really poured it on. (laughs) I mean, he had first two touchdowns, I believe, were Newton touchdowns, yeah. And then they... uh, Let's see. We had a blocked field goal, uh, interception, interception. Uh, where's the touchdowns? They had two touchdowns. They had a return touchdown. I know they had a return touchdown. It was uh, Oshevsky had one. I can't find it, though. Like, literally, where is it? They're not listing it because it's not a scoring drive. Oh, come on. What kind of bullshit is that? Um, I think they had an interception. If I'm not mistaken, it was an interception or a fumble return for a touchdown, too. I think it was an interception return. Um, yeah, Justin Herbert, 26 of 53. Oof, oof, under 50%. Uh, 209 and two interceptions. Uh, really killed Austin Eckler, and he didn't really go to him in the pa- well, He did go to him in the passing game, actually. Uh, Austin Eckler, eight carries for 36 yards. Good for a 4.5 average. I mean, it's solid, right? Uh, Kalen Balazs also had seven carries for 34 yards. Uh, just towards the end of the game, it was mostly Balazs. They were just trying to get out of there. He had a 4.9 average. So the way to attack uh, the Patriots is to run it. You get a good runner in there, um, they're fucked. So receiving, though, Keenan Allen, five receptions for 48 yards, 11 targets. Not bad. Uh, Didn't come through, though. Mike Williams, four for 43 on nine targets, did not come through. Jalen Guyton, two receptions for 38 yards on seven targets. Austin Eckler, four receptions for 32 yards and nine. Uh, At least it was nice that... He scored at least 10 points. I mean, that's great. Uh, Donald Parham, two receptions for 21 yards on four targets. Just gross. Hunter Henry had two fucking targets. Two fucking targets. Kalen Blosh had four targets, got three receptions for five yards. He outscored Hunter Henry. And that, my friends, is fucking disgusting. So I was watching that game on a separate TV. Um, I was kind of in and out between that one and the New York, um, New York Seattle game because I was watching the Packers uh, Philadelphia game. Packers win thirty to sixteen, but the Eagles made it close because they brought in Jalen Hurts. Uh, but let's start with Carson Wentz, who looked horrendous. Six for fifteen, seventy nine yards, no interceptions though. Uh, but got sacked like four times, I believe. Uh, so that was that was great um, for the Eagles' offense. Jalen Hurts came in five for twelve, one hundred nine, threw a touchdown on his first drive in, but then got picked off on the next one. Uh, so he hasn't been really that much better, but he is a little bit more dynamic because he can run a little bit better. Uh, five carries for twenty-nine yards compared to Carson Wentz's three carries for eighteen. So. Uh, Miles Sanders, the, (laughs) oh, I, you can't blame any of this shit on Miles Sanders. I know he slipped on that outlet pass. I know that, 
But this is all on Philadelphia. The coaching staff, Carson Wentz, Jalen Hurts. Just complete fucking garbage. Miles Sanders had five carries on the first drive. He ended up with 10 carries for the whole game for 31 yards. What are you fucking doing? Jordan Howard had four carries for 19. Why? Why? Boston Scott came in two carries for nine yards. Why? Why? Receiving-wise, Sanders, one target, no catches. I mean, here's the four guys that actually did anything, okay? Tight end, Dallas Goddard, five receptions for 66 yards on seven targets. Not bad. Greg Ward, three receptions for 57 yards and a touchdown on five targets. Definitely not bad. Jalen Rager, one reception for 34 yards, one target. Zacherts at tight end, two receptions for 31 yards on four targets. We are, I'm not listing Philadelphia at all. At all. At all. Okay, maybe Miles Sanders. But I think only if they fire their head coach. Peterson, you need to go. Aaron Rodgers for the Green Bay Packers, 25 to 34, rolled him up. 295 and 3. Uh, no interceptions, nothing special, but hey, it was a good, it was a good deal. Uh, Aaron Jones had a huge run at the end of the game. Uh, 15 carries for 130 and a touchdown. How long was that run? That was a where is it? 77 yard touchdown. It's fantastic. I laughed. I laughed. Jamal Williams also was in there for five uh, carries, had 26 yards, not too bad. Uh, How did they do in the passing game? Aaron Jones, three for 18 on three. Uh, Williams, two for 10 on two. Devontae Adams, wrote him up, wrote him up. We're attacking Slay. We're attacking Slay with elites. Devontae Adams, 10 receptions for 121 and 2 on 12 targets. Definitely got the job done there. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling dropped a huge fucking pass earlier in the game. They never went back to him, so he finished with two targets, no receptions. Alan Lazard did talk about it. Did talk about him. Did talk about him. Three receptions on four targets for 50 yards. Still didn't come through, but hey, Lazard, he's your number two. Robert Tunyon. Four receptions for 39 yards and a touchdown on five targets. Talked about him. Talked about him for sure. Uh, Mercedes Lewis also had a reception for 36 yards and uh, one target. So <coughs> this is definitely Tunyon uh, at tight end for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, one game left to go here. We have three games left for the week. We have Washington at Pittsburgh. Uh, Buffalo at San Francisco and uh, Dallas at Baltimore. I believe it's at Baltimore, if I'm not mistaken. Do I have it coming up on my on here? Uh, I, what's going on? Uh, any which way. Uh, Denver, the losers to the Kansas City Chiefs, 22-16. to uh, They kept it close. Kept it close all game. So you got to hand it to the Broncos. Drew Locke, 15 to 28, 151 and 2 with two picks. Uh, didn't check to see if he had any fumbles, though. Nope, no fumbles. Uh, Melvin Gordon at running back, 15 for 131. Uh, good for an 8.7 average. Running backs, man. Running backs versus him. Uh, he should have checked down to Melvin Gordon a little bit more. He had one reception for 11 yards on two targets. It's. That's a mistake. Uh, Philip Lindsay, 14 for 26. Blah. This is all going back to fucking Gordon again. Um, KJ Hamler also had two carries for 13 yards. I don't know why they keep doing that. but uh, Noah Fant ended up the top uh, receiving option at tight end. Four receptions for 57 yards on seven targets. Tim Patrick, four receptions for 44 yards. And two touchdowns on four targets. Guess what I did with Tim Patrick yesterday morning? I dropped him. Fuck me. Fuck me. I dropped him, and then I looked, and I'm like, I shouldn't have dropped Tim Patrick. KJ Hamler, two receptions for 16 yards on five targets. 
He loves Hamler, man. Uh, Tyree Cleveland, the other t- one of the other tight ends, one for 11, one target. Uh, Nick Vanette actually got in the game, did something, two receptions, seven yards on two targets. Jerry Judy's doing nothing. Um, one reception for five yards on four targets. Drop Jerry Judy. Let's just not fucking play this game. On the other side, on the Kansas City side, to finish up, uh, Patrick Mahomes, 25 of 40, 318 and 1. No interceptions. And I don't believe he had any fumbles either. Nope. 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 Uh, Clyde Edwards, Alaire. It was nice that they uh, they dressed him. And he sat on the sidelines for the entire fucking game uh, as an emergency option. So thanks for fucking us, Andy Reid, you walrus looking bastard. Le'Veon Bell, though, didn't really do all that great. 11 carries for 40 yards, no touchdowns on the ground. Uh, did have two receptions for 15 yards, no touchdowns on three targets. Uh, Tyreek Hill basically outrushed him on one carry for 30 yards. And Daryl Williams came in, six carries for 38 yards, so 6.3 clips. So it's great. <sighs> Le'Veon Bell looks great. Uh Daryl Williams also had one reception for five yards on two targets. Big winners in the receiving game. Travis Kelsey comes in at number one. Eight receptions for 136 yards and a touchdown on 13 targets. You imagine if you ran a double tight end with Waller and Kelsey. Oh, my God. In DFS, that would have been great. I don't know why I didn't think of it. Uh, Probably because I didn't write up anything in this game whatsoever. Outside of the defense, which failed. Uh, Tyree, it looked like it was. It started out good. They got that pick. They got that pick. Uh, Tyreek Hill, six receptions for 58 yards on 10 targets. Also had two two touchdowns taken away from him. One, he didn't uh, tell Andy Reid to challenge it. Uh, it looked very fucking uh, similar to the Antonio Freeman. Uh, catch other than say, you know, it was in the end zone, so he didn't have to get up and run. But uh, he had the fucking ball. It never touched the ground. Um, you know, it was, it was tipped by tipped by the uh, DB, and he still fucking caught it, and they didn't call it a touchdown. They took it away. He had another one taken away. I think it was off of, uh, like, a holding call or something like that. So that sucks. But Demarcus Robinson, two receptions, 39 yards on two targets. Sammy Watkins, four for 35 on six. So Watkins is your is essentially your third, but actually your, your, your wide receiver, two for the team. So McCole Hardman, if you got him, just drop him. Fuck it. Uh, one reception, 15 yards on three targets. So, but that is all of week 13, except for the games tonight and the one game tomorrow. So, we'll uh, pay attention to the news, see what's going on. Uh, Carolina has had a an out a COVID outbreak. Um, there's a couple people, a couple guys that are definitely not going to be there. Uh, it sounds like uh, DJ Moore, even though he was dealing with that knee or whatever the hell he was going on, uh, DJ Moore may not play. Uh, Curtis Samuel may not play. And then they're going to be missing a D tackle and a linebacker, if I'm not mistaken. So um, actually, oh, they finally popped up, popped this up. So let me see if I can get you the. Yeah, here we go. Uh, doesn't necessarily mean that they. Um, uh, contracted it, but they could have been close contacts. What the fuck? Stupid fucking commercial. Um, so here we go. In addition to Moore and Samuel, defensive tackles, Derek Brown and Zach Kerr, linebacker Shaq Thompson, offensive tackle Greg Little, and punter Michael Pilardi, who is currently on IR, uh, were placed on the team's COVID-19 list. Wide receiver Ishmael Hyman was placed on the team's practice squad COVID-19 list. Um, let me just say this. Uh, we do have Christian McCaffrey apparently coming back this week, which is really good. Uh, let's see who Carolina plays. Ooh, Denver. Ooh. <laughs> I have not looked at the pricing yet. 
let's uh you want to do pricing real quick let's take a look here i'll give you fanduel pricing let's see what we got for fanduel pricing one moment please one moment your call is important to us please stay on the line and our next available dfs expert will be with you in a moment <laughs> i said dfs expert <laughs> Our next fraud DFS analyst will be with you. Um, I am going to, while I'm doing this, I'm actually going to tell you. So I won all my cash games over on FanDuel, and I actually bumped up my um, play over there. So what happened then is on DK, I actually didn't, I, I lost everything on DK that I put in and put in about 100 bucks over there. So I ha- actually had it covered by what I played on FanDuel. I think I'm going to end up playing more on FanDuel um, for the cash games, and I'm going to kind of wean back a little bit on DK. I'm still going to play some cash over there, but not nearly as much because I, I'm having some kind of an issue translating go- when I go from FanDuel to the DK. To DK. Um, I'm I'm smashing on FanDuel right now. So, you know, you look at your budgets, you look at if you're having more success on one site versus the other, the only smart thing to do is, you know, play more money on the one that you're being more successful on than the other one. Um, Not to say that I'm going to abandon it completely because it'd just be stupid. Um, I'll probably play a little bit more, in tournament over I'll play my same amount in tournament. I play three lineups in tournament. Um and then a single entry for the cash game. So I'll do that. I'll probably only play maybe fifty dollars in cash, maybe, uh, versus my hundred. Uh probably half that or half it back. So uh we'll see what happens there. Christian McCaffrey on FanDuel is ooh, he's ten K. He's right underneath Dalvin Cook. Uh, he's going to be popular. Oh, he's not. He's not going to be popular at all because you got Derrick Henry against Jacksonville right below him at nine at nine point six. So I think we're going to get Christian McCaffrey real dirt cheap. Let's see what happens on DraftKings though, because we're probably going to we're going to like him a little bit more on DraftKings because DraftKings, you know, full point PPR. What do you want? Um, come on, let's go. Let's go, DraftKings. Let's go, DraftKings. Classic. Okay, we got thirteen game. It's thirteen game main uh main slate uh this week with everybody off by uh fourteen. If you're on. Yahoo, we're going to have the Pittsburgh-Buffalo game on there. Uh, I would assume that that's going to be an extremely popular game. So just be prepared for it. Uh, Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook, 9,400 against Tampa Bay. Christian McCaffrey, 9,200 against Denver. And then Henry at 8,700 against Jacksonville. Oof. Oh, and then you get Aaron Jones. You have Aaron Jones at seventy six hundred against Detroit. James Robinson on the other side at seventy five hundred against Tennessee. Oh my God! Oh, we're gonna have some decisions this week. A lot of good running backs. A lot of good running backs. Let's take a look at the quarterbacks. Tom Brady's priced up. Yeah, it's Minnesota. I guess maybe. Let's see what we got at tight end. See how badly they price these. The Waller go down in price? Hmm. Oh, Indianapolis, that's why. Oh, they put George Kittle back in. They're expecting him to possibly be back against Washington, maybe? 
Ooh. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Uh, I will tell you this right now that I am 100% looking at uh, the Chargers offense against Atlanta. Uh, Hunter Henry is only 4,400 against the Atlanta defense. Um, let's see where Herbert is. 6,800. Ooh, that's a very good price on Justin Herbert. Very good price on Justin Herbert. So just forewarning you, he's probably going to be in there. But, uh, that's all I got for today. Uh, I'm going to get working on the new spreadsheet a little bit more for week 14 and going to be getting all the target data sheets done for you. So until I'm going to try tomorrow, let's have an extra podcast day. Have a good one. Enjoy the games.